part two of my interview with Kristen Scroggin. And if you don't know Kristen, she helps us make sense of the different generations. So in part one, some things she covered were, why don't those baby boomers ever retire? And who the heck was eating those Tide Pods? Or why Gen X is like the middle child of all this stuff. So super interesting stuff. Check out part one if you haven't heard that yet. Got great feedback on that. And let's get into part two. So that would be the first thing that I'd say. The second thing I would say is that we trained a huge group of people that there was a concept that actually exists called fairness, <laughs> right? That things are going to be fair and they're going to be balanced. And then they get to the work world and they realize, oh my gosh, there's people that are getting promoted simply because they're, you know, uncle, sister's cousin's dog. Like it doesn't make sense why some people get in charge, why some people make money. Like it, there's not a lot of, fair and balance that's in there. And that causes a lot of strife and anguish to a group of people who are told things like, you can be anything you want when you grow up if you just try hard enough. An example I always use, Joe, is, okay, well, I, I want to be a supermodel. Well, that's not going to work out for me. I mean, I'm 5'5", five five, right? That's not, that's not going to happen for me. I can want it till my head falls off, but it's not going to happen. So uh, I think this idea of Things are not always fair. Things are not always balanced, but it doesn't mean that you can't hit the best possible version of yourself that you can and that you can make the life you want based on that. But if you're running around thinking that every, any company that you find is going to make all their decisions based on fairness and balance, then you're really setting yourself up to be frustrated. And that's why still to this day, um, the bounce rate for millennials at jobs is 18 months. They make it about 18 months and then they bounce. Wow. Um, and a lot of it is because it will almost always be in their exit interview. They'll say, well, it wasn't fair. I wasn't getting promoted. I didn't have the opportunities that I thought people who shouldn't be in charge of me were in charge of me. And that unfortunately is a side effect of having to employ humans in order to do jobs. People are not perfect. They're not always fair. They make emotional decisions. That's another reason why I tell people don't talk politics at work, because when you do, you're involving a human factor that you can't control, right? As much as I would love to say that I'm not going to slide your request to the bottom of the list, <laughs> yeah. um, that's not true. People naturally do that. So, you know, like set your boundaries, set your barriers and, and don't get involved in stuff that you don't want to. But the idea of things being fair and balanced all the time, I think is a really horrible lie that, that we sold a huge group of people that we cannot, we, um, we can't manifest. We can't make that happen. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a ginger. So I learned pretty early on that life is not fair. Life is not fair. And then I got older and I'm bald and a ginger, man. You can't do, oh. give me both of those. That's rough. The eyebrows, right? The eyebrows and <laughs> yeah. eyelash work. That's, That's it. Work. That's all I get. Right. But yeah. yeah, so things aren't fair, but it, realizing that we, we grew up knowing nothing, things are not fair. Oh, My all. parents told me all the time things weren't fair, right? But, my, my parents literally would say things like life sucks and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, her dad's a pastor, by the way, if you want to. Right. Yeah, and he <laughs> but, was an elementary school principal before that. So. There you go. Yeah, little, little kids need to hear that. So, and that, that makes a great point about, you know, training and we get them all the training. Here's the standard and we don't, we don't deviate from the standard because, you know, I, I coach football and there's a, you know, the saying in coaching that you're either allowing it it or you're coaching it right so you're we either allowing this or we're teaching them hey this is a way so mm -hmm. you can do it to the standard or you can't right so that's great that and they're know. huge so like if they're not good fire them and get someone else like i don't understand why people just because you have to have the next generation in order to be successful doesn't mean you have to put up with the bad version of mm -hmm. that 
Yeah. Um, and the other thing here too is that they'll tell their friends. So if they go to work for a place that lets them get away with murder, right? That they can get away with being lazy and not doing anything or whatever it is, then guess what they're going to tell all their other lazy friends to come and work at your company. You want rock stars because they'll tell their rock star friends to come work for you. But if we're not clear on standards, you're always going to get nebulous. And having feedback once a year doesn't help anyone. No right. one. Yeah, it's too, it's too late what, by then. What am I going right? to do about Yeah, I was garbage in February. Oh, well, moving on. <laughs> I don't remember February. What happened in oh, February, right? 100%. Yeah. So any other generations you want to talk about before we start to get into how we can actually talk to in between these generations? Sure. So um, the one thing I would tell you about uh, the Gen Alphas who are coming up right now, the ones that are going to have some sort of COVID involved in their name when they begin calling themselves something, is they're a part of what is called the fourth turning. So if you really want to learn more about this, I would say go buy book. Um, called The Fourth Turning by Strauss and Howe. Um, and what it basically, they're historians. And what they do is they look for patterns. So what they say, ha, have been able to trace is about every fourth generation, something big happens that resets us as a culture. So pretty much everyone at this point is saying that has to be COVID is our big reset. Previous to that, four generations back is World War II. Four generations back to that in America was Civil War four generations back to that was American Revolution. But don't forget, we're babies, right? Like, of course, we're going to fight first. But if you look at like Egypt or, or, or France, like, like they've gone through pandemics and cultural splits, and it's not always been a war for them. That's been a big thing. So um, what we're what we're interested in about the Gen Alphas is that they were children during this time. Um, and so how is that going to impact them? So the estimation is that they should be very similar to those oldest traditionalists, AKA the greatest generation. Um, so they should be very similar. They were raised during, many of them, the olders were raised during the first great recession. So they watched a lot of parents lose jobs. So you see a lot of kids in this group um, didn't get $5,000 worth of presents from, from Santa, right? They didn't get the same amount. There is, you know, like if you think about like our kids, we looked at them and we're like, you get three toys and one of them has to be a book, right? So <laughs> like we've minimized that down. They're far more self-aware about money. And your, your kid this way, like all, all of these gen alphas are the stingiest people I've ever met. They'll spend our money till their head falls say, off, yeah, yeah. but they will not spend a dime of their money. They all have it in banks and in socks stuffed under, you know, they're way, very concerned about money, debt, things like that. So that's actually going to be residual from the early Great Recession. And then now we're going to have the impact of COVID. So we should actually see some good time management skills come out of this next generation because as parents were having to work from home and kids were still having to get on online classes, parents couldn't stop their day over and over again to spoon feed them the information. Kids had to learn earlier on when they were supposed to log on, when their projects were due. We actually saw teachers get far more strict about deadlines um, and actual penalty penalties if you didn't make them. So that's great. We're going to have a return to people being able to manage their time a whole lot better, far more independent, a little bit weird about money, um, and uh, so it, it should be interesting. I mean, I can definitely see this next generation becoming the next greatest generation. They'll be, you know, at, at, after COVID, we'll come up with a new version of what work looks like, and then they'll be the first group that come in under those new set of rules. So that's exactly like what happened um, where, with the World War II kids and the boomers. So it, it could be really, really interesting. But I'm, I'm personally thrilled um, as, long as, as long as their parents don't mess them up too bad. Uh, should we start investing in Rolexes now? Are the Rolexes uh, going to come back too? 
I don't think the Rolexes are going to come back. It's way too, um, uh, I think we've, we've inserted this new um, idea of um, like sustainability and re reduce, reuse, recycle. And, you know, I think you'll have a lot more of that that'll continue out a little bit more, especially as um, resources become uh, less available, at least for a little while. Who knows? I don't know. We could have a giant 80s boom again at any point in time and there could be more money than god and everyone want a rolex who knows <laughs> well i find this <laughs> i find this stuff fascinating let's so let's talk about this when we're at work and we got all these different ages and generations how do they all communicate for a you know an, an awesome workplace that we can we can actually have this is what you do right yes it's 100 percent attainable um i think it, it again like we said before it starts with awareness so the example that i often use is um, about 20 years ago, like all of a sudden personalities stuff got way the rage and all the companies were bringing in people who were leadership experts that would do these personality assessments with them. And the goal was for us to learn about our teammates so that we understood what was natural to them and how to best communicate with them. And again, we had less animosity because we'd look at somebody and be like, oh yeah, they're an ENFP. Of course they're doing this. Or, oh, they're a type I on the disc and that's why they're so social and I can't shut them up. Like you learned about that. The, the same things needs to happen with generational awareness. Like you have to be able, people can't react to things they don't know about. They're just going to assume that it's a, that it's a stereotype and not a cultural norm. So that's one of the first things that I would say is if you, if you don't know anything about generations, awareness is the first thing that you need to get so that you can drop the drama a little bit. It's less us versus them when you begin to understand that this, it makes sense in their head. So that would be the first thing. Um, that I would say. The second thing I would say is be one of those people that is intentional about speaking the language of the other generations around you. So the example that I, that I always use is, is baby boomers love face-to-face -face communication and the phone. They love the phone. Does your mom love the phone? Does your mom call you all the time? Not all the time. She, she's up on things. She texts pretty well. My parent, my mom in particular, loves the phone my dad will call me on the phone he won't stay but again my dad's kind of mover and shaker like you were talking about before but um but a lot of boomers love the phone and this is why they'll send you an email and then they'll walk down to your desk and be like <laughs> hey i just sent you an email <laughs> or they'll call you and be like hey just got and you're like as a gen xer you're like yes i know this is why i love email because it makes i, I can do things on my own timeline it allows me to continue to be independent so one of the things good communicators know is you know you don't go to france and just start screaming in english same sort of concept here you speak the language so if i need something fast from a boomer then i'm not going to email them if i know that their preference is to to have face-to-face -face or phone calls i'm gonna i'm gonna speak their preferred method same thing with millennials if millennials prefer text it doesn't matter what my preference is i need a quick answer i'm gonna send them a text um with the gen z's we see that they prefer um, like a uh, almost an instant messenger kind of software. We're seeing a lot more things like Slack and um, Teams, right? That kind of allows them to have a continuous conversation um, availability to multiple uh, subject matter experts all the time is sort of their style. That's what they like. So that's one of the easiest tricks you can do to show that you're open and interested in being a good communicator is speak the language in the it, that they want. If I need something from from a Gen Xer, if I know that that you're you're my Gen Xer, I'm going to send you an email um, because as a Gen Xer, I know that you are going to check those throughout the day and you're going to stockpile your voicemails. Well, boomers do the opposite of that. They check voicemails all throughout the day and they batch read their 
their emails. So thinking about something as simple as that is one of the easiest ways for us to really be better communicators. Just show that you're being intentional about speaking the language of the people around you um, and ask, right? Ask and learn. It's the same on any diversity thing. As you build relationships with people, you say, hey, I, I know you and I know that we have different perspectives on things. What can you teach me? I want to learn so that I use correct language, that I, that I am not unintentionally offending everybody around me or just being like, ah, no, they should just adapt to me. Good communicators are constantly being adaptable to the people around them. And that's an easy way that you can trigger and show that you care. And then the last thing I would tell you is, is that boomers and millennials have got to be able to communicate across the, the lines better because millennials have things that boomers need and boomers have things that millennials need. And we're not just talking about converting in PDF, right? I mean, <laughs> there are lots of things that millennials could be teaching boomers and boomers in particular have a thing that no millennial has simply because they're not old enough to have it yet. And that's wisdom. Wisdom comes from going through experiences, dealing with the crazy clients, dealing with the, you know, uh, um, furloughs, right? And that's the information that really needs to be cross-communicated at this point in time is what can you teach people on the soft skill side? Being a good communicator, being a good listener, being a self-sacrificer, being adaptable. What can you train boomers as sort of your final legacy, what can you pass along? Because your social skills are so much better than anyone that's left in the workplace right now. What can you, is there one that you can pick that you can handpick and go, this kid's a potential superstar, right? I'm going to go pour, not necessarily just my hard knowledge, right? Of how to do my computer or my missile or whatever. I get that you're protective of that, but what soft skills can you go and teach the next generation to continue to have a healthy company, continue, continue your legacy? That to me is the big thing. Uh, and Gen Xers, I would just say, keep smiling, stay out of it. If you don't have to be embroiled in the drama, don't do it because we know you're low drama people. The biggest thing I would tell Gen Xers is we're not ever going to go to a hybrid or all online place if Gen Xers don't take a stand. You have to say you want it mm -hmm. um, because you're high enough in a place. And a lot of Gen Xers are so worried about losing their job all the time that they're not really clear. And then they just ghost. They just jump to another company and the company's like, what the heck? Why are we losing all our 50 year olds all of a sudden? Um, so if you want something, you're in a place of negotiation that you've legitimately never had in your adult career. If you want a one-off of you want to be able to work from home, then you need to tell somebody. You have negotiating power that you've never had before. Um, make sure that you're very clear about how you want to work, how you best manage, and what you need in your back pocket to be able to lead the next generation of people. Yeah. So if you're, if you're enjoying this, if you like working in your pajamas, you got to speak up. You, you have up. to speak up. Don't be afraid at this point in time with the great resignation coming on. If you're, if you're one of those people that's been there 12 years and you're like, you can't have my brain. If you make me go back into an office, tell somebody, because I guarantee you just like Tesla's working one-off deals, even though Elon's running around screaming, right? Everybody needs to come in the office. I guarantee you they've got 40 and 50 year olds working one-off deals yep. um, because they need their brain. So don't be afraid to negotiate those kind of things. Same thing with pay. You've got leverage that you've legit never had before. But if you don't take a stand on that, the millennials cannot come in and back you up on it. It's going to have to be those 40 and 50 year olds saying, this is what we want the future of work to look like. Yeah, well, I've been trying to speak in my son's language and he doesn't enjoy when I tell him things like no cap. You ever use, <laughs> you ever use no cap on your kids? 
<laughs> um, yeah, I, I do occasionally. My, I'm, I'm banned from TikTok. That's just a great example. My daughter will not let me. She'll let me do Instagram reels because she figures that nobody in her age group is ever going to watch that. Yeah. Um, and so, I, and I really only do Instagram reels so that I can turn around and put them on LinkedIn and look like a genius because none of the <laughs> yeah. people on LinkedIn have even heard of any of that stuff. But, um, but yeah, so Instagram is a great way if people want to follow me later on or, or connect with me up on LinkedIn. Um, that's the closest I'm getting to being trendy at this point in time. Otherwise, I just kind of smile and nod. Uh, you do a great job with those. They need to follow you on those. So let me ask you, this, what's, the, what's the biggest problem you see right now with the intergenerational deals and, and what do you need to do about it? I think the biggest problem right now is that we've created an us versus them. And that's not just generationally. I think across the country, we've, we've um, and, and again, if you look at any of the trends that happens over and over and over again, before a big minute of collectivism, everybody goes in their opposite directions. Um, and so that's how civil war happened. Right? Like it's not uncommon for these kind of things to happen. But I think, uh, you know, having a spirit of being interested and wanting to learn and wanting to hear um, is really one of the best things that we can do for each other as humans, right? When you talk about the idea of being relentlessly positive, um, this is part of it, is just deciding to have a good attitude, understanding I don't know what I don't know. I'm going to be open to hearing other people's perspectives. And, you know, when you run into something generationally where you're like, I don't understand that, instead of turning it into your head as that must mean they want to come strip my power, or they want to be in charge of me, or they, you know, like, no, it makes sense in their head. So instead have that conversation of help me make this make sense for me because I'm looking at this from a different angle. Help me understand an opening dialogue like that will just change your life. You'll spend so much more time being happy. It's almost like when, you know, like when I go to the grocery store, if people all around me are grumpy, I just tell myself like, it must be their day. Like everybody's entitled to have a day of grumpy. It just must be this person's day. I'm sure that mine's coming probably next Thursday, right? But uh, people are allowed to do that. And when you can reframe, you'll spend so much less time um, literally being sick with worry. What's going to happen to the future? You won't be in that place because you're going to say, I can do as much as I can do um, to make the world around me positive, be a good listener, be a good self-sacrificer, self teach the kids around me the things that I know. Um, it's really, it, it's really how do we change the world? We do it one person at a time. That's how we do it. So be a person that's open. There you go. Oh man, that's a, how, how can people follow you? You mentioned LinkedIn. What's some other ways people could follow you? Yeah. So I am on Instagram at Gen Y communications. That's W H Y. Like why are people so weird? So G E N W H Y um, communications is on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook, but I, I, re I really just go to kind of like stalk other people at this point in time and put something out there, but I'm, I'm, I'm not a good Facebooker anymore. Um, because I'm a low drama when it comes to social media, very Gen X. I want the lowest drama. So I'm going to go look at pretty pictures on Instagram instead. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn is definitely just look for Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N, Scroggin, S-C-R-O-G-G-I-N. The best way I can tell you on that is what I tell my college students, which is I'm not plural. There's no S on the back end of my name. So if, you, if you've done an extra S, you've gone too far. Love to link up with you on LinkedIn. And then just go to my website, geny.com. Um, there actually is a free webinar people can take right okay. now um, that it will give you five tips on how to be a better public speaker. So if at the very least you're looking to give yourself a little career boost, five easy tips to be better at public speaking. That's a, that's a lot of, I think you're your last guest that I was actually just seeing some stuff online. You've had a guest recently in about public speaking. So um, it's another great thing for you to do. And uh, there's all kinds of podcasts online resources available at geny.com. And you can just um, 
get as much about generations as you possibly can stand. Uh, but the more you know, the more you grow. That's it. And you, you, if you're in charge of a company right now, you need to bring Kristen in. Just get everybody talking, everybody community. It'll be so much better all around. You're going to make more money, more happy employees, keep them longer. What more do you need out of business, right? Absolutely. At this point in time, when attraction and retention is absolutely the words on everybody's mouths, this is a very, very easy way for you to um, better understand one another and potentially attract and retain. And the good part is, is it's not just one group of people learning down or learning up. At, when I come in, it is equal opportunity making fun of all generations. <laughs> um, and the other thing, I love to work with HR because they tell me all the time, I can say things that legally HR can't say. So I can speak truth in a way that other people can. So yeah, I would love to work with, and I've worked with lots of great companies. If you're wondering who I've already worked with, you can see that on my website too. You can look at clients. I've literally had hundreds at this point in time. Um, and, and it's just been a blast at everyone. So across every industry, any, I go anywhere in the nation. So if you're listening in here and you're like, but what I'm in Seattle, I will get on that plane for you. Yes, she will. Hey, she's done it before. And she's not going to come in and give boring, dry presentation, just like she is on now. She's bringing great information, but it's wrapped around humor and fun and everybody gets in on the act. So, hey, thanks so much for bringing this stuff is fascinating to me. And it, it all just kind of ties in and makes sense. That's what I like about it. I love it. And anytime, that's why I like communications, right? When you can give something a name, then it's not so baffling to you. So when you see that this is a generational norm, you'll spend a lot less time being like, what is wrong with these people? Well, hey, thank you for being here and getting through that intro right there. You hung in after the rough intro and, and stuck in there. So hey, if you're listening to this episode right now, why don't you share with somebody, maybe share with somebody who's a baby boomer. You're going to email it to them. They'll get it to them later. You can email it to us, Gen Xers. You may have to text it, some other ones, but share this to, with somebody who needs this information. They're, they're out there. So share it with them. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me on. All right. Well, you're keep amazing. Doing the and I love what you're doing with your podcast. Well, thank you. And thank you for coming on. And you guys go out and share this and, and follow Kristen. I'll, I'll link all that stuff in show notes. So you can keep up with her and keep up the awesome work. We'll talk to you later. Awesome. Thanks so much. Wow. What a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion, optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, if your child's struggling with math, are you frustrated trying to help them? Then you need Mathnasium of Madison. They will meet your child where they are and help them get where they need to go. And they will do this in a positive and uplifting environment. You'll see measurable changes in attitude, confidence, and school progress. And go to their website, mathnasium.com slash madisonal, and sign up for the assessment. It is a risk-free and cost-free process that will tell you exactly where your child stands academically. Check them out again, mathnasium.com, madisonal. You know what you need in your life? Some apparel app. 
It's where I get all my t-shirts and the Hope Dealer stickers there and all my stuff over there. But you can brand just about anything you want there. Whether you have an idea of what you want or you have no idea where to start, they can help you. Go check out their website, apparelab.inc, I-N-K. You, or you can email them at theapparelab at gmail.com. Use a promo code RELENTLESS. Save yourself some money. Get some great products. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.